Show. I'm your host, Dave Delgado, and in this episode, I interview Jeff and Christine Fitchett of Magilla's Barbecue. Owners Jeff, an ex-Marine Corps sergeant, and his wife Christine started this journey about three years ago. A simple fundraiser for one of their kids turned into an idea for a business. They pride themselves in providing the best quality with the best service. Their motto is, it's not the smoke. It's not the rub. It's everything done right. Like many others in Southern California, we've had to overcome some obstacles in order to get the right licensing. But on the day of this interview, they just signed a lease on a commissary kitchen, and they're now poised to take their business to the next level. They're very thankful for their blessings, especially their children and all of their family for being there for help and support in every step of the way. Their story is just getting started. I hope you enjoy this episode. This is McGilla's Barbecue. All righty, I'm here with Jeff and Christine Fitchett of McGilla's Barbecue. How's it going, guys? What's up, man? How are you? What's happening? Good, good. Christine? Hi, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for having us. We we cross paths through Instagram. Uh, I saw uh, a lot of your food that looks awesome. You guys uh, set it up pretty nice and neat on the trays. <laughs> oh, true. Trying to trying to learn, trying to learn. So yeah, it's uh, we we've it's kind of funny when we first started. You know, I didn't know anything about presentation, so just watching other guys and seeing what they do. So it's it's been cool to learn along the way. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, so. I've reached out, wanted to see if we could, if we could chat. I know that, uh, you know, this, this whole California barbecue scene, especially SoCal, which is where I moved to a couple years ago, is, is booming right now. There's a ton of pop-ups and um, folks setting up and doing catering. And, and then you have kind of some of these big guns that, that have opened up um, uh, brick and mortars as well. Yeah. And uh, it seems like in every small city around here, we have some pop-ups, and you guys are doing it right. So, uh, again, thank you for joining us. Tell us a little bit about uh, yourselves. First of all, are you guys uh, California natives? Yep, yep. I was uh, born and raised. Uh, well, I kind of moved around a lot. I was born in Huntington Park. Uh-huh. Um, lived in Huntington Park and Bell area for probably about a couple of years, and then moved out to South Central. Grew up, went to South Cent- uh, went to 66th Street School in LA. Just before junior high, my mom realized how uh, rough junior high was going to be in South Central LA. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's like, man, I used to watch stuff about about that on TV. You know, <laughs> well, you boys know, in the hood and stuff, kind of stuff. I guess if you're growing up there, you don't realize how bad it is until you move to you know Southgate, which was at the time it was like Mayberry. You know. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, I grew up right on 62nd and San Pedro. Oh man. Okay. So uh, lived there till uh, right before junior high. Moved to Southgate. I pretty much grew up in Southgate the rest of my time. Okay. So well, Christine, my wife, my wife yeah. lived uh, on the other side of town. Yeah. Okay. I, I was born and raised in Covina. In Covina? So I lived there until I got married. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
So yours was not uneventful. Uneventful. <laughs> Pretty much there until I got married. Yeah. It was good. And then Jeff take you, took you to the yeah, action, he, huh? He took me away, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, Growing up, did you have any cooking influences, or what got you interested in in uh, barbecue? You know, it's funny. Um, growing up, we would pass on the way home from school. We would pass, we'd pass a liquor store, and you could buy a barbecue there. You know, but oh, yeah? it, it was it was like your, it was it was a different kind of barbecue where you know you had sauce you know slathered on there. They served it on on white bread, mm -hmm. and you can get barbecue from you know from the corner liquor store, you know. Hey. Um, or you could get you know uh, chili cheese, you know Fritos, you know. Yeah. Which uh, you know obviously they're they're known as a uh, um, little Frito pie. Frito pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, growing up, I mean, in South South LA, that's the kind of barbecue that I was you know accustomed to. Yeah. So. Um, it wasn't really till probably I was a lot older, you know, I mean, when you're backyard barbecues, it wasn't really barbecue. It was more like carne asada on the grill yeah, and yeah. that kind of stuff, which was cool. You know, we moved to Southgate and it was a whole different crowd, you know, but, um, it actually wasn't until I went to Texas one year and I saw my cousins, you know, he graduated from Menard, uh, high school. Okay. And, uh, he's like, Hey, cuz we're going to have, we got this, we built this barbecue pit in the on a trailer we're gonna we're gonna cook for the fourth of july i'm like all right and i'm still thinking you know carne asada you know i mean why would you need to put it on the trailer you know <laughs> but he um him and his buddies they welded this this crazy looking smoker in a trailer and then to boot they park it in the middle of like a like a little river man and so they're barbecuing in a trailer on the river and everyone's just hanging out having a good time Sounds pretty and, badass. And that was pretty crazy, man. I was <laughs> like, wow, this is like real barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? that? That had to be like 19. Let me see. I was still in high school. So I'm thinking like probably like 85, 86. Okay. Yeah. So, so that was kind of your introduction into kind of real, real Texas barbecue. Into huh? real barbecue. Yeah. 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 So they had a whole pig on there and, you know. And Oh, wow. I mean, they yeah, were, they were, they were, you know, just a couple of. You know, guys that love to cook for people and a lot of people at that. So yeah. it was it was good times. Very cool, man. So and then it wasn't I think um when I was older, I just I've always liked to cook. I mean barbecue specifically the last what, maybe ten years. But I've always enjoyed cooking for people. Yeah. You know, it's just something about you know People say, oh, it's a lot of work. No, it's therapeutic for me because when mm -hmm. I'm cooking, you know, I'm, in, I'm enjoying myself. And then when I get to see everyone enjoying themselves, you know, with the food that I prepared, it's like, hey, you know, good times. Yeah. You know? So to me, it, it's always been cool cooking for people. Um, what were you what did you start with? Were you just kind of backyard you know, grilling or I think I think back in the day it was really just like. You know, carne asada and, yeah. you know, corn on the cob. And, yep. And then it wasn't until I think we were married and then my wife got me a book by uh, Steve. Steve, I think it's Rachlin is the last name. Oh, yeah, Rachlin. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was um, it was the the barbecue Bible, I think it was, the, right. was the name of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was there. I was like, oh, wow. You know, it kind of like opened my eyes to, you know, this whole other world, you know. Yeah. And, and so I went out and I said, you know, I, I want to, 
I tried to smoke on like a grill. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that wasn't happening, man. And I was like, man, you know, and so then I was like, okay, I got to get an offset, you know, and so I got a cheap $99 offset from Home Depot and and that's where my introduction to barbecue started, man. Yeah. You know, so That's awesome. Yeah, I I remember the first brisket I ever made was like leather though, man. It was like <laughs> And then one of my uncles, you know, I mean, all my family's from Texas, uh, San Angelo area, and he actually made a brisket for us. He is actually, you know, probably a big influence for why I like to cook so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but he made a brisket, and I was like, oh, wow, that's delicious, deal, you know, and, he's, and he was all proud of it, telling me how he did it. And so, so I made it for him. I think it was my son's birthday, Nathan's birthday, and, and I had him over, and and I was all excited, you know. I said, hey, what do you think of the brisket deal? And he's like, it's all right. But that was short for, like, you got a long ways to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, just yes, so, I, so I've seen on your um, on your site that you were ex-military as well, right? Yeah, I was uh, in the Marine Corps, uh, former Marine. Okay. So that was, uh, I finished in 1995. Um, non-combat, so, you know, props out there to my combat veteran friends, you know. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I was fortunate not to experience combat, um, but uh, it was one of the best experiences that I could ever, you know, hope for. Yeah, well, thank you for your service. I mean, everybody that serves, you know, deserves a thank you. Obviously, um, don't sell yourself short. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your shirt. It says grunt style on there. Yeah, and that was uh, my Father's Day present for my kids and my super wife. Super so. cool, yeah. Well, one of my buddies has a pit called Grunt. I don't know if you've... you've Rosler's? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I saw that before he got his big pit. Yeah. I was like, man, that's a bad pit, man. Yeah, it sure is. That little Moberg, man. Yeah. That's a beast. Yeah, he's he's a heck of a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, He was just out here uh, at San Luis Obispo, um, I think, last week. Really? Or so. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, definitely. So, again, thanks thanks for your service. Did you do uh, any barbecuing while you were in the service? No, I can't say I did. No? Although we, we used to, uh, <laughs> it's funny, one of my friends, um, that's kind of where the name McGilla came from. My friend Mad Max, you know, his name was Max. Everyone had a nickname in the yeah. service, you know, <laughs> so. You know, Mad Max, you know, we, we'd go over his house and he'd be like, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to grill some stuff. and. And his girlfriend was Filipina, so you know we we grill some crazy stuff like squid and you know oysters on the grill and all this you know, different kind of <laughs> so I, you know that's that's probably about the only experience I had grilling or you know close to smoking in yeah. you know, in the service, but but that's where your name came from. Yeah, so Max, we were out one night. And he's like, man, you dance like McGilla Gorilla, man. <laughs> and so he's like, that's your name, man. Your name's McGilla. So ever since then, he had the whole unit calling me McGilla, man. McGilla so. Gorilla. <laughs> so McGilla Barbecue, that's where that came from. Yeah, huh? it was It was uh, kind of funny because we were, um, I think it was, I was, it was kind of funny. I've always toyed with the idea of like, man, it'd be cool to like, it'd be cool to like have a restaurant, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I mean, you know, that's takes a lot of capital and you know i mean who could really i mean you got to have like some things going for you yeah you know? absolutely but um we did a uh, fundraiser for my son's football team mm-hmm. and I, I told the league president i said hey you know, if uh, if you want give me a spot and i'll donate all the proceeds to the to the league mm-hmm. and she's like all right you know so um 
we were there and and the person on my left was doing like burgers for like three bucks and the guy on my right was doing hot dogs for two bucks and i'm like man we're gonna we're gonna take a killing here today man we're, we're not gonna do very well i can't compete with two or three dollars man that's yeah. like and to my surprise man we had a line going around the corner we sold out people were asking me for cards and i'm telling them no i don't do this for a living man i just do this for a hobby you know and and so my daughter she's really the one that she's like oh dad you gotta do it dad you gotta do it she was all excited and and i said you know what i said if you come up with the you know social media you come up with the graphics you do all this then we'll do it for fun yeah and so she took me she took me seriously and she did you know she came up with our logo and everything and she said i'm gonna create an instagram for you i didn't know what instagram was i never had social media until we started doing this thing you know oh wow so it's it's been uh it's been pretty cool yeah so take us back you um you said you bought that the the cheap smoker you started cooking that around what year was that and when did you start getting kind of serious oh gosh i think i bought that probably about 2012 okay roughly when i got my first decent brisket out of it i was like wow that was pretty good you know? yeah and it's funny because i don't know why like most guys start with ribs most guys you know maybe they do you know pulled pork but mm -hmm. i was just infatuated with brisket well yeah. i didn't know that that was like one of the hardest things to ever cook you know <laughs> and then when i first did it i thought okay i could just i could set it up and i could i can leave it and i can you know go take a nap and you know come back and the fire should still be good you know yeah Man, I had no idea, man. <laughs> I didn't have a clue. Your deal made it look easy. Yeah, huh? <laughs> he did, man. Sucker, man. But um, so, you know, I think over the years, we just kind of kind of got a little bit better at it. Yeah. And when my, I think when my mom turned 70, uh, we wanted to have a big birthday party for her. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom's a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. Yes. You know, being from Texas, you know, so. Love it. Go boys. Go Cowboys. Um so I said, hey, let's let's have a barbecue for us, you know, and she'd probably like that. So mm -hmm. so I think a 25 turned into, what, 70 people roughly. And so my wife was like, man, can you cook for that many people? And I'm like, well, brisket, I mean, one brisket should feed like, you know, 20 people. So that's only three briskets, you know. <laughs> and that was the first time I think I cooked for a big crowd. Nice. And uh, it, it was kind of like. Wow, that's pretty cool. It just it just turned into more of a passion. Around what year was that? That was two years ago? Three years ago? Two, three years, three years ago. ago. Okay. Yeah. So I think that was before the football fundraiser. And then so after the football fundraiser, when my daughter took me at my word and did all that stuff, and yep. I said, okay, so let's, let's put it out there. And so we put it out there on our personal Facebook and and then next thing I know, we had a gig for like 25 people, which I thought, oh, cool, 25, you know, and, and then another one for 25 people. And and then were they so, just like catering? Yeah, just catering. Okay. And I, I didn't know what a pop up was. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea what what the underground barbecue scene was. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I was just, you know, I, I'm a, I was a kind of a nerd when it came to social media. You know, yeah, my kids, you know, make fun of me now because they're like, oh, my goodness, what do we turn them into? You know? <laughs> So then we got asked to do a wedding for like 225 people. And so I was I was already thinking <laughs> I need a bigger smoker, you know. I can't cook on this little $99 smoker, you know. Yeah. And so I was kind of, you know, looking at different ones. I hadn't settled on an offset yet, but then the more I started, you know, researching and looking into it, I thought, you know what? I, I need an offset. That's that's what I want to go with, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I was set to go, you know, put a down payment on one. And this one guy up in Victorville was making them. I uh, can't remember the name of his company, but uh, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll reach out to this guy. Mm-hmm. And so I come home one day and um, I'm talking to my neighbor across the street who builds race cars, you know, and. And so I asked him and said, hey, Jeremy, would you, would you consider like, you know, a little welding project on the side, you know? And he's like, well, what do you need? And so I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, getting a smoker made, you know? And he's like, well, do you have a picture? And I'm like, yeah. And so I showed him a picture. He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. I can make that. <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, no problem. You just come up with the dimensions and figure it all out and, you know, I'll weld it all together for you. So just research and, and my wife was like, are you sure? Are you sure? I mean, you're, you're, I mean, I had already committed to the wedding, you know, I, and, yeah. and it's, she's like, are you sure? You know, we don't have a smoker yet. And you're already committing to the wedding, you know? And, <laughs> and um, but I, I kind of had a, a decent idea as, as far as what we would need. And I was over the moon. I couldn't believe it. He had all the calculations, the drawings, every spec down to the T <laughs> and had it welded. I guess that's that military background. Uh, you, you know what? I think my old drafting classes from high school kicked in or something, <laughs> man. So, you know, uh, just that and the Internet and, you know, reaching out to people on, on social media. And that's one of the cool things. I mean, we, we've been pretty blessed that, you know, people like I think everyone I've reached out to has shared some advice in one way or another, you yeah. know, if not directly, indirectly, you know. Yep. Um, so that's been kind of cool. So. Long story short, my neighbor got that smoker done two weeks before the wedding. And, you know, every smoker is different. So I'm like, man, I'm not going to have enough time to learn, you know, because, you know, where's the hot spot? You know, how does it, you know, <laughs> you know, the dampers and everything. And so and then to boot, we got asked to do a small gig for what, 100 people the week before. Jeez. So that was kind of like my practice cook for the big event. Yeah. And then after that, it was just like event after event you know mainly catering uh i hadn't uh we hadn't really figured out the whole pop-up scene you know mm -hmm. and uh, so we were just really doing a lot of private events yeah it's it's interesting because um you know moving here from texas i, I bought a big green egg my daughter's like dad how come you're smoking meats now you're and i said because in texas i didn't have to every day of the week you can go and find good barbecue somewhere right you know, especially living in Austin or Round Rock area, that's it's everywhere, right? Like right. my usual spot was Louis Miller's. Oh <laughs> wow! I'd go for lunch break and come back to work. You know, wow. so moving out here, you start to realize, man, there's really a market for it. And if and if you're doing it right, you can find work. You know, doing catering, doing pop ups, all the time here. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty incredible. You know, it's funny. We went to a wedding. Uh, actually, it was a renewing of the vows. Bill and Mika uh, were renewing their vows, some mm -hmm. friends of ours, and um, her uncle was doing the catering for it. They had barbecue. Uh-huh. So, you know, after the event was over, you know, he's packing up his stuff. And, you know, I mean, I just wanted to go help him put his stuff in his truck and everything. So I'm helping him and trying to pick his brain at the same time, you know, and so I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. I said, um, you know, I've been kind of toying with the idea of doing something like this. And he actually was very encouraging. He said, you know, bro, he says, if you have a good product, you'll get work. And so and I thought, you know, he would be the opposite and kind of not say anything, you know, mm -hmm. but he was just like, hey, go for it, man. Like, do it. You yeah. know? And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool that that he would be that encouraging to someone he he's never met. Yeah. You know? So that was pretty cool. 
Yeah, that's that's one thing about the barbecue scene, you know, barbecue family. It's it's not like other businesses, you know. There's a lot of encouragement going on. So, what happened with this the big 200 uh, event? <laughs> well, we um, we did 225 people as the wedding, and it was a success. And that led to another event and another event. Well, so what were you cooking at the time? Oh, so. Initially, it was just brisket. That event turned out to be they wanted all three meats. So they wanted brisket, chicken, and pulled pork. So it Jeez. took a little coordination. I, yeah. I was able to you know, meet with them ahead of time and say, look, I could do all that for you. I said, but you know, if we could kind of get let people know ahead of time, okay, what are your meat choices? That way it'll kind of help me to make sure that I can fill the smoker with that much meat. And um it, it kind of worked, you yeah. know, it worked. Everyone got fed in time and, you know, it, it was, uh, it was, we learned a lot on that gig. <laughs> that's, hey, that's how you learn, man. You got to jump in. Yeah. And you know, the, the one thing that's kind of funny cause we kind of, the one thing that I, I told my kids that I, I'd want to be known for, like if we did this, mm -hmm. I just, I wanted to be known for someone that would just be faithful. Like you could depend on, your food being the way you expect it and the service being what you expect. And you could expect a good experience if, if, if we were helping you with your food for mm -hmm. your event. So as I started thinking about, okay, well, I initially thought, okay, what did we call it? Like simplified barbecue, you know? And, mm -hmm. and then uh, I thought, nah, you know, I, it's, I don't know. I just, it didn't have the, the ring. And then I think it was, I asked my kids, I said, what do you, what do you guys think about Megillah? You know I mean? I learned about being faithful in the service, you know, Semper Fidelis and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, faithful to God, country core, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they were like, yeah, dad, that sounds good. You know? So that's kind of, kind of how we, we came up with a name, you know? The so Megillah Gorilla. That's the, that's the story. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know a little bit more about this pit. So what size of pit was it? It's, it was an offset, right? Yes. So okay. we ended up making traditional, a traditional, or is it reverse? It was reverse offset. Okay. So we got the, you know, it's all quarter inch steel. The tank was made in 1947 in Alhambra. Okay. Um, which was which was a good find. I, it's funny we were just talking about this the other night with my brother in law. We we found this pit or not pit this propane tank mm -hmm. in Victorville, and so my brother living in Victorville, I said, hey dude, can you go check out this tank for me, man? It's I think it was it was a hundred and seventy gallon. Mm -hmm. I was looking for a two fifty. That's what I wanted to build my first one with, but that didn't fall. You know, it fell through, and so he's like, "All right, I'll go get it." So he didn't realize how heavy this thing was going to be, man. Thank God he had his trailer with him, and he was able to winch it on his trailer. And he's like, he calls me up, and he's like, "Dude, you sent me on a mission, man. What the heck's wrong with you, man?" <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh man, I'm sorry, dude." He's like, "All right, come get this thing, man." So. Um, so we go get it and, and, uh, I talked to my neighbor and, uh, he's like, all right. He's like, you know, fill it up with water, you know, Don and, you know, flush it out and I'll come over this Saturday. We'll still go to work, you know? So, um, we built it, uh, it's, it's a portable smoker. So, I mean, it's not portable on a trailer, uh -huh. but it's kind of like a, uh, it's, it's got some big wheels on it so I can move it around on the patio. Oh, okay. Um, it's, and it's, it's 170. 170 with a reverse it's reverse offset um and i probably have pushed the limits on it as far as you know the number of people i can smoke for um but we got a santa maria so i use that for like my chicken so i don't have to rely on my smoker too much for my chicken yeah you know 
But yeah, I saw um, a picture of that. It's uh, Redbeard, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he he did a great job, man. Shout yeah. out to Redbeard, man. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen some of his stuff. I actually went to Will's Barbecue this past weekend. They were sold out really? for the moment because he was like, as soon as it was ready, people were buying everything he wow. had. So then he'd throw more meat on and then wait a while. But uh, saw that uh, red beard there, too. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah, he's a good guy, man. Yeah, he's a real good guy. I've chatted with him on Instagram, and I'm trying to get him on the show. Uh, but he's like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I'll get him on one of these days. Um, but, yeah, you know, that's one thing that uh, – in Texas, a lot of people are starting uh, to to use the Santa Maria. Grills. Yeah, I've seen Pretty that. Pretty interesting. Yeah, and they're you know? they're doing some cool builds too, yeah. man. I think it was uh, Blackline Fabs, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Back, they built yeah. a beautiful Santa Maria. Man, I was like, wow, that, that thing's that thing's pretty bad. Huh? Yeah, and my buddy Arnis uh, up at uh, Evie Mays, uh, he's doing some awesome Santa Marias. Also, he just did one for my buddy Brett. Really, Brett, Brett's backyard barbecue. And they're doing steaks on it, you know. Yeah, I saw like, that. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I think they're they're doing like uh, Friday night steak night, right? Yeah, 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 uh, something like that. But uh, yeah, that's cool that you can lean on your Santa Maria for um, some of the some of the uh, the chicken, and and then you're doing the you're you're smoking. What what are you smoking with? What type of wood? Um, mainly post oak. Um, I'll throw some pecan in there once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll throw some hickory if I'm if I'm primarily doing like pork but mm-hmm. the base is post oak okay yeah okay yeah woodshed thank you woodshed you guys rock <laughs> Woodshed's your wood provider yeah okay yeah. cool man yeah it was funny because i was going to them man years ago you know if we get a bag here and there you know 25 dollar bag and and uh colette down there she she says hey do you live in whittier and i said yeah she's like oh i'll drop it off at your house and i'm like really she's like yeah no problem i do it for all my customers in whittier i'm like oh wow and she really got me out of a jam because it was a fourth of july event that we were doing and we had a bunch of people coming over and so i was like man she saved me a trip over there you know so ever since then i've been going to her or going to woodshed and and then I think now, you know, we go, it's like, okay, I need a quarter quarter of a cord, you know, and they're like, oh, man, you know, I can't drop that off anymore, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, no, they're they're good good people down there. And is it uh, just you two or is it a family thing or do you guys have employees? We have employees. They're called children. <laughs> <laughs> More like slaves. Oh, we have our boys and our daughter, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all have uh, two boys? We, we have three boys. Three we boys? Have an 18-year-old and a 15-year-old and uh, my son, who's 12. They just love to help us. Whatever running around they can do, they help us. It's been a blessing, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And my brother-in-law and our couple friends have just stepped up. And our nep- nieces and nephews, yeah, they totally, whenever you need help, call us. When we have weddings and we need two serving stations, they'll yeah. come out and help us out. So it's been a blessing. Yeah, yeah. family affair there. Definitely family thing. And you guys are, are mainly doing catering still or are you doing pop-ups now? Um, or We're mainly doing catering. We have done a few pop-ups, which has been exciting. Um, but we will be at concerts in the park this summer. So oh, we're cool. excited about that. Yeah. Very nice. Nice. And where's that going to be? Concerts at the park? Shabaram Park, I believe it's called, which is right off of Colima and Azusa. In what Got, city is it? In industry. In industry. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's right next to La... It's funny because it's right next to La Puente Hills Mall. Okay. Um, or Puente Hills Mall. It's right across the street. Huge park. And uh, I didn't even know they have concerts in the park there. So... Um, 
friend of mine at work recommended us to this guy who I guess is in charge of the whole event. And so he's like, hey, you know, you know, so-and-so, you know, recommended you. And, you know, what do you guys think? You know, and I'm like, well, yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, I think we have probably like 2,000 people come on a regular basis. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so I, we're, I think we're one of maybe two or three food vendors there. So there'll be a couple of food vendors, but, uh, and then we're doing our. When is that? What date is that? uh, That starts in July. I believe the first one is on the 11th. Yeah, I believe it's on the 11th, and it's every Thursday after that, all the way through August. Oh, okay, so it's a series. Yeah, so oh, there, cool. I think there's like a total of six concerts. Very cool. Yeah, I have to so. come check one of those out. Oh, we hope you do, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then we're doing our first um, brewery up at Mount Low, so that's scheduled for July 20th, and then we're doing the Rev out in Covina, which is August 10th. Mount Low. Uh, is that the one that uh, also has uh, wine as well, or no? No, I think that's the Rev. The Rev. The, the Rev is actually a winery and brewery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which, and he's a former Jarhead too. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Your daughter helped you with uh, the social media and all that. When did it actually become a business? So let me see. I think we started 2017, mm-hmm. and then we were just doing small gigs. Uh, we started like right around June, right? No, the well, that that was a big one in in February. But the first gig was actually Father's Day, and it was friends of ours. They said, "Hey, um, would you do a brisket for Father's Day?" Mm-hmm. Um, so it was her kids wanted to order a brisket for their, you know, dad and grandpa, and so I was like, "Yeah, absolutely," you know. So, so that was our first event that we ever did. And it was just a drop off of like a brisket, you know, it wasn't anything big, you know, yeah. so, um, so, so it's, th- al- it's it, almost two years exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, Father's yeah. Day is just this coming weekend. Yeah. So this year we said, okay, you know, we, we've been doing, you know, quite a few events, private events, and we really wanted the opportunity to do more public events, mm-hmm. but we wanted to make sure that we had all the paperwork and all that good to go. And, oh yeah. And, um, so yeah, the, apparently out here there's. Sometimes people will call, you know, the health department on you or they'll you know, sick the police on you. And I've heard horror stories, yeah, man. You yeah, know, I it's, have too. It, it's sad, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and so we thought, okay, you know, before we do anything, in fact, I'm usually the one that'll say yes. Yeah. Without figuring it out and figure it out as I go. You know, my wife's more of the conservative one. She'll be like, okay, well, do we have this? Do we have that? You know, and so she... She's she's a good thermostat for me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's the same at my house. <laughs> so this year we were actually we formed our corporation. Uh, we got our health permit from the county of Orange. Awesome. Uh, today we just signed our lease for the kitchen, commercial kitchen. Wow! So Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, man. So yeah, uh, that's awesome. So that's done. Um, got our certification for you know food safety and whatnot uh insurance so you know it's it's been a learning experience you know i was never in food you know in the food industry before so i mean i've i've learned a lot you know crash course in the mm-hmm. last i guess like the last six months to a year but um you know it's funny just um you know it's it's something that i try to teach my kids you know it's like yeah. hey you know you you may not have all the all the know but you got to just try. Yeah. You know, you just, you know, just 
you know, just keep trying, you know, you know, whatever it takes, you know, just persevere, you know. Yeah. And so, um, so it's, it's been cool, you know, we're, we're, we just, it's funny, my wife just posted that today, you know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step, you know, yeah. so. So it's been cool. It's it's been uh, it's been neat, man. Um, no, that's awesome. Congratulations Thank to you, you guys. Thank you. Appreciate uh, that. I'm glad I caught you all early. You know, uh, we can, you know, maybe a year or two later, we can we can see where you're at with this whole thing. Um, so this is just your side gig right now, right? Yeah. You, you, you have know, normal jobs. Yep. Yeah. I uh, I work for the school district. You know, in charge of contracting and purchasing and. Okay. And uh, my wife is a stay-at-home mom and educator, so. Um, you know, we got, uh, she, she pretty much, uh, homeschooled our four kids and they all went to regular high school or two went to regular high school, three went to regular high school now. So we got one left and then he'll go to regular high school, um, two are in college already. So yeah. we got one sophomore, soon to be sophomore. And Did they one, stay around here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cal State Fullerton. So that's why they get to help out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> cool good gas money for a college student yeah for sure um so what are you what are you cooking now what are your sides what kind of proteins are you are you cooking so right now the i guess the most popular items are brisket Mm -hmm. uh pulled pork and then we do it we call it a west coast chicken and we call it a west coast chicken because it's basically influenced from my uncles the way you know they taught me how to barbecue chicken yeah and it, and i can say it is barbecue because it starts in the smoker but we finish it on the grill okay and then and so you know ribs you know pork spare ribs those are always popular yep and the dino ribs you know those are more of a specialty you know because mm-hmm. i mean a dino rib is you know you're you're it's a premium you yeah know? oh so, yeah so those are kind of a specialty item and then you know it's funny because it's funny that's a interesting question because you learn how to barbecue and you learn how to do all these meats and that's just one side of it mm-hmm. man we had to learn like okay, okay what sides do we do you know yeah. and so like uh my friend monkey he would come over all the time for like uh you know cowboy games and and he'd bring this mac and cheese it was just off the hook man mm-hmm. i was like man that mac and cheese is good <laughs> so I started, you know, you know, learning a little bit more. And I'm like, man, mac and cheese. That's like, you got to have that with barbecue, you know? Yeah. So we do our own mac and cheese now. That's a popular item. It's a five cheese, you know, with a bechamel sauce and uh, topped with smoked bacon and, and a mm. uh, little panko crust on there. And it's we do. Uh, inspired by monkey. Yes. Inspired <laughs> by monkey. <laughs> and then our pit beans, our pit beans are actually, we actually call them cousin Tommy's pit beans. And the reason why is because we went to visit my cousin in Kansas one year. Uh-huh. And so we got to Kansas and, you know, we're, we're driving through. We drove to Kansas, you know. So we're driving through Kansas and the kids are in the back and they're like, hey, dad. I'm like, yeah. You know what? I'm like, what's up? There's nothing in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was funny because we got there and I told my cousin, I said, hey, man, you know, there's there's nothing in Kansas other than your family and barbecue for me, man. So yeah. You know, take me to some barbecue places. So um, he took me to he took me to two. One was uh, in Overland Park. Uh, I think it was Blake's. And then we went to another one uh, called Jack Stack, you know. And so he tells me he leans over and he tells me, he says, hey, cuz out of everything on the menu, you got to try the beans. 
And I'm like, really? He's like, yes, trust me. You got to try the beans, man. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So, you know, I tried the bean, and he was right, man. I was like, oh, my goodness, these beans are off the hook. So I made it my goal, my ambition to learn how to make those beans. Yeah. So, so they're, they're not really a, a Tex, uh, you know, Central Texas style because yep. those are more like, you know, barracho beans or, you know. Yeah. But. You know, everyone loves them, you yeah. know, so, um, so you got we put a lot of burn-ins in there, some brisket in Ooh, there, and yeah. smoke them for six hours along with the meats. So, um, and then we do uh, two two slaws. One's more of a Carolina uh, tangy slaw. Mm-hmm. And then we do another one that's becoming, I think, more popular is our cilantro lime slaw. Nice. And, and that one is actually, I think, as people try them and they're, they're becoming more popular, and so my wife has actually perfected her cornbread. She does a chili. I'll let her explain. Green peppers and cheese and bacon. Oh. Uh, cornbread, which is I, really I'm a, good. Yeah, I'm a cornbread fan. Oh, oh I love cornbread. So you guys, uh, man, you guys got it down. I mean, it seems like you got the sides there. Uh, you got all the all oh, the Oh, dessert. Oh, you got Can't dessert about too. dessert. Hmm? So growing up, everything's inspired pretty much from... Either our family, things that they used to make, or things that we grew up eating, you know, from from friends. So as we're as we're you know thinking about this, we're like, okay, we got to have a dessert, you know. And so growing up, we always had banana wafer pudding. Oh yeah. So I was like, hey, you got to learn how to make banana wafer pudding, man. That's like a, a staple, you know. So. Mm-hmm. So my wife does the, the dessert, and, uh, you know, it's been a, a pretty big hit. You know, oh, yeah. So. Texas but, banana pudding, man, that's that's where it's at, man. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I can't wait to get out there and try your food, man. Oh, man, I, I was hoping we, we could actually, you know, hook you up with a plate, man, before <laughs> we did this, man. But I was like, man, I wish you could try our food first. Oh, nah, man, I, I'll get out there. And uh, like I said, I, I'm going to take my wife to the one with the with the wine as well. So she can uh, so she can have some wine and have some barbecue. Awesome, man! We we'd love to feed you guys, man. Hey, one question I'd like to ask uh, everybody that I interview is, uh, what's something about you that maybe most people <laughs> don't know? You knew this one was coming. Uh, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it's kind of funny. I I went to work for the school district probably about fifteen years ago now. Mm-hmm. So in my interview, my my boss, my then boss, had asked me, um, you know, what'd you do in the Marine Corps? And so I told her what I did. And so, um, so I told her what I did, and she was like, "All right, because um, we kind of want, you know, the next person in management that we hire to oversee our our school police department, you know." So I'm thinking to myself, "Okay, well, where's this going, you know?" And so she's like, "So we're kind of hoping that you could kind of pull double duty for, you know, temporarily until we can hire someone full time for that position, you know." So I'm thinking to myself, "Okay, well, maybe I got to go take some college course or something like that, some security course." Mm-hmm. And the, I was leaving the previous place I was working at for 15 years. I, I think we had three kids at the time. So I'm thinking, okay, I really want this job. It's a good retirement program. So I'm going to do whatever I can to take, get this job. So I told her, yeah, sure, no problem. You know, if I got to do that, that's fine. Well, long story short, I ended up going through the Sheriff's Academy at 35 years old. Dang. And ended up overseeing the school police department for almost 15 years before wow. they finally got someone to, you know, <laughs> handle it, you know, but, um, wow. so that's something I guess most people wouldn't know, but, and it was funny cause at 21, I was planning to join the sheriff's department, Yeah, went into sales, started making a lot of money, 
and those doors kind of closed, and I thought it was out of my system, but uh, at 35, it was kind of cool because, you know, the guy was saying, hey, you couldn't do that at 21, but I'm going to have let you have a little taste of it right now, you know. <laughs> but I think it's so funny how God said, just waited on the desires of his heart. Yeah. He knew he had it in him, you know, to do this. And at 35, he was running with these 21-year-olds, you know. That, so I thought, oh, that's pretty neat. That's so pretty cool, neat. man. So you're a sergeant in the Marine Corps. You're a sheriff. No, not, I, I was. I actually went through as what they call a participating agent. Okay. So I was the uh, acting chief for the school district for <laughs> just about 15 years. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah. cool, man. So. But that 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 door is that chapter is closed now. So now I'm just doing focusing on purchasing, contracting, and barbecue. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, well, good luck to you guys. I know you guys are headed down the right path. I love seeing all of your posts and, and all of your uh, beautiful food. I can't wait to try it. Um, where can folks find you guys on social media? Um, best place to find us is on Instagram. Okay. Um, I know. I think we have a Facebook account, but I. I don't use it. I think my wife very rarely uses it, but Instagram is probably the best place to find us. I'm hoping by the end of the month we'll have our website up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my daughter is supposed to be working on that now that she's, you know, on break from school. So, uh, so, so. Instagram is at, at McGillis Barbecue altogether. At McGillis Barbecue, and it's BBQ. Yes. McGillis BBQ. So, Magilla Gorilla was a cartoon character, right? And he had a pretty uh, cool dance from what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> so, you stole his moves and that's how you got his name, That's huh? it, man. That's it. <laughs> well, awesome, man. Thanks again for joining me. Uh, look forward to, uh, to many long years with you guys oh, and hanging man. out, eating some barbecue and celebrate uh, everything that's going on in the... Uh, in your barbecue world right now. Thank you, Abe. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having us. You bet. Y'all take care. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in to the I Crush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like the show, please subscribe, leave us a comment, and share with your friends. You can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at I Crush BBQ Show. Or email us at I Crush BBQ Show at gmail.com don't forget to tag us with your favorite picks we'd love to see what you're crushing until next time keep crushing that cube